Gobble, gobble, social studies listeners. Happy Thanksgiving happy week Thanksgiving. if you're into that sort of thing. And happy not Thanksgiving week if you're Jehovah Witness. I don't know. I got shows coming up. Or from England. Not, Or if you're from England. Not this week. I'm off this week and I'm off next week too. But the 8th, 9th, and 10th of December, I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. The week after that, I'm in Appleton, Wisconsin, the 13th and the 14th of December, then Fort Wayne, Indiana on the 15th, and then Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky the rest of the weekend, the 16th and the 17th. I would love to see you there. Get your tickets at MrDTimes3.com, y'all. And I will be on January 7th in Austin, January 28th in St. Louis, February 22nd in Boston with Jimmy Cash. Some of you heard him on the podcast before, The Janitor. March 31st and March 1st, I will be in Rochester, New York. I will also be February 23rd, 24th, 25th in Washington. In Sp- uh, Sp- uh, I'll be in Washington with go. Joe. Spokane. So Spoken. Thanksgiving pilgrims, you're the history teacher. Where did the pilgrims come from the UK? Did they come from? Well, the pilgrims, they yeah. are from England or the motherland of England. And they would oh. have came over on the ships, such as the Mayflower and others. And they would have settled on the East Coast where I currently live, which is where they started the 13 colonies. Have you been? Oh, oh my God, Gasper, before we even get into this, there was the, the funniest video I saw the other day on Instagram. This little girl she was dead ass serious. She was in the back of her car and she asked her mom, she goes, mom, were you, were you alive when the 13 colonies were around? And she goes, how old do you think I am? She goes, were you? She goes, I'm 34. And the little girl goes, okay, so yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm impressed the girl knew what the 13 colonies were. I mean, they probably had just learned it that day. Anyway, this was an attempt to a segue. The closest thing to a pilgrim is what we have on the podcast today from, you might know him from the Two Mr. P's podcast with his brother, Lee Parkinson. Welcome to the Social Studies podcast for the second time, actually, but the first time on the revamped one, Adam Parkinson. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thrilled to be here. Welcome. You are our pilgrim, our pilgrim ambassador. I appreciate it. I mean, I have to be honest, I don't know what a pilgrim is. I know I work oh. in a school and I, I try and inspire, but I, I, I couldn't even, if you ask me now, describe what a pilgrim is. I mean, I'm guessing someone who goes on a pilgrimage, but is that is that completely yeah, wrong? Yeah, that's a good point. I guess that wouldn't make sense to you guys. So for our, on our end of the pond here, we, the pilgrims were the people who came from England and settled. But I guess you're right. It's people going on a pilgrimage, which would then... Let me Google it, Joe, while you talk. <laughs> yeah, you Google it before we get canceled, because I feel like we're going to have the entire UK on our ass after this one. Anyway. I, mean, I, hope, I hope I don't lose anything. <laughs> well, okay, Adam, I've been, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for you to come on the podcast. Where do your thoughts lie on David Beckham? First of all, we'll start there. My thoughts on David Beckham? Yeah. Absolutely love the guy. Worship the guy. Really? And from oh, a soccer yeah. standpoint or from a married to a Spice Girl standpoint? Unless you're going to tell, some, tell me something horrendous. He, no. well, not only, I mean, obviously he played for Manchester United, which is my team and has always been my team. And I loved him growing up. 
I'm a massive, obviously, England football fan, World Cup coming up, where obviously we play you lot, don't we, in a couple of weeks, play the USA, so that's going to be fun. But David Beckham was just an idol, and obviously the haircuts. I once took, I once, t- <laughs> I once took a picture of David Beckham into the like barbers and said, <laughs> "I want that haircut." And he looked at the picture, screwed it up, threw it in the bin, <laughs> and started cutting my hair. Midway through the cut, he went back to the bin and, <laughs> and opened the picture. <laughs> Did you look oh. like him? Oh no, I looked like like an ill turkey. That's what people said. Like, you, you went to look like Beckham and you look like an ill turkey. I was just like, thanks. Do you know what's really nuts? David Beckham, when I was... So how old are you, Adam? Uh, 34. Okay, yeah. So you're our We're age. all the same so age. David Beckham was like... Even when I was in high school, I was like, this is a good looking guy. And I wasn't... Um, you know, I was like, wow. And I actually think I also, at one point in my life, wanted to look like him. I don't think I went to the barber... But I remember like looking in a mirror and I was like, I could shave my head because he had like the short hair at one yeah. point. And I was like, if I just, you know, look any like get tougher looking like I could look just like David Beckham. And then I was like, oh, I lack everything he has. Like <laughs> I, I just was small, but I remember wanting to look like him. Shy. <laughs> you one you spice girl shy of being. Well, the reason why I asked you that was because like I guess i guess for an american it's like shh, i'm not not you know what i mean my my reference knowledge to him is very small the yeah. biggest thing that i know about him besides the fact that he's a soccer player is that he was a calvin klein underwear model which says a lot about me <laughs> anyway oh, so i didn't even know that <laughs> oh yeah it was a thing in in my prime so but he recently posted on Instagram. He must have went to a wedding or something. And oh yeah, it was. No, it was. I think I know Ginger. The Spice Girls were dancing. Yes, no, he, threw a, he threw a fiftieth birthday party for one of them. Jerry, Jerry Halliwell Jerry. won it. It was Ginger Spice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she was the best. Oh, I thought yeah, she got married. It looked like, like she was the UK. There's quite a few like UK, you know, BC listers who were at the party as well. So. Obviously, no. socials, they were there. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you yeah. consider the Spice Girls B-list or C-list? Oh, no. Whoa! Spice Girls, Spice Girls are A+. Plus, a oh, stylist. they're still... No, I wanted to make sure they were still in the A. I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, about to kick you off our own podcast. <laughs> That's insane, Gasper. Do you know what the <laughs> I don't Spice know Girls, if they were... the effect they had? Stop right now. Thank you very I much. I saw the movie I need in somebody theaters. with a human touch. A human I touch. Can't. I know. I saw the movie in theaters. And what else do you know? It was fantastic. You got I another fact? I stood up. What was the movie I called, up, I yelled, Spice World. All right. Okay. I'll give it to you. I even yeah. stood up at the end of the movie and I yelled, girl power. And I did the peace you, sign. Can you name were all you of them? Were you studying can the I movie what? to try and look like David Beckham even more? <laughs> no, I didn't even know he was part of them. In America, soccer's kind. I mean, I don't know about for you, Joe, but like, for me in New York City, soccer has always been like irrelevant. We didn't know any. I would have never known David Beckham as a soccer player. All I yeah, knew him as was, was a big her. deal where I grew up because there was a lot of Eastern Europeans from where I'm from. But Gaspert, can you name all the Spice Girls? Go. Of course. Ginger, posh, baby, sporty, scary. And wow. I even probably know their real names. I used to collect the stickers with the lollipops. Oh, my God. You are an ally. 
Can you go full names there? Like, not full names. All right. Jerry Holloway, Victoria Beckham, Mel B. I don't know what the B stands for. Mel C. I don't know what the C stands for. Who I left one out. Oh, Baby. I, no, is Baby one of the Mel's? No. Oh, you've already done the two Mel's. Emily Burton. Oh, Emily, Emily Burton. Burton. Not right, Emily. Four out of five. Emma. It's not Emily. Emily. Oh, Emma. Emma Bunton. Emma Bunton. Oh, so you guys are like Spice Girl fanatics over there. Do you know, I'm not, I'm not, do you know what I know a funny Spice Girls story? So I, I was never the, the biggest Spice Girls fan, but I, I, you know, obviously I appreciated them and they had some huge tunes. But one year my mum was really upset because we'd not really done anything for her for Mother's Day. And do you remember that song they had that? Mama, Mama I, I love you. Me oh and my, my God. Did like a choreographed dance to that and she was in floods of tears. Adam, uh, me and my sister did the same freaking thing. One Mother's Day, we sang, Mama, yeah. I love you. We went back and forth and sang it to my mom. That's fucking wow. weird. And it didn't cost you a penny. And the Spice Girls gave us our presents. You know, <laughs> I don't know speaking if- of Mother's Day, I, I have a weird Mother's Day story. Holy One year from Mother's shit. Day, I went, I went to a, like a, like a, you know what Marshall's is? Or like TJ Maxx. It's like a like a clothing store. Yeah, yeah. No TK Maxx, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I went in and I asked them. I said, oh, I want to buy something from my mom. Maybe like pajamas. I was like maybe 12, 11 or 12. But they go, oh, there's pajamas. I had no fucking clue. I didn't know. Oh, I bought shit, my yeah. mom no, 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 a no, silk, no. a silky. <laughs> I don't know what the hell it was, but it was like a sexy silky robe. <laughs> So I gave it to her on Mother's Day in a box. And my my family still to this day is like, oh, you want to buy mom some sexy lingerie? And my my dad was like high-fiving me. He's like, yeah, thanks for the gift for mom. And I was like, I don't get it. I was like, I got her pajamas. And my whole family's like, yo, you love mom. Like, you want to see mom in a robe? Like, and I didn't know. I think the that, only way that that could have been worse is if you presented it while singing Mama by the Spice Girls. <laughs> <laughs> that is bad. That is bad. You lose. You lose. Adam, question. Are you still teaching? Yeah. Yeah. So still in the classroom full time. Yeah. I kind of do. I kind of do cover across the whole school. So I work from literally. Which is kind of what you were doing four, last time we talked, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've not really done much since the last time we talked. <laughs> What's it cover? Was, it was pre pre pandemic when we first spoke. No, it was, it was it was honestly. I I tr- I'll look back at the date of when you were on, but it was like right at the beginning of the pandemic. Like we we started scheduling it before the world truly shut down, but it was like April twenty twenty. Was it? Oh, yeah, I remember. Like, yeah. I had it left my house. Like I I remember recording it from my bedroom. Yeah. Oh, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I remember all the Spice Girls posters in the background. <laughs> what's yeah, what's no, covered that's, that's teaching? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, what is covered teaching? Is that so? It's like you know, obviously when when teachers get like planning time, um, so they get to go out of the class and have like an afternoon to do some planning and marking and all that kind of stuff. I then go in and teach whatever they were gonna teach. So, you, so a bunch of different grades every day. S- yeah. So literally, from, are you like a sub? Is it a substitute teacher? What my role is, is like, it's called a HLTA, which is like a higher level teaching assistant. So it's basically like one under a teacher. So I can, I can have classes on my own. I can go and teach lessons and stuff. I just don't have to do like the planning and all of that kind of stuff. It's, 
it works oh, for me so because that, that sort of stuff isn't my bag at all. And I do all the like the school sport, take all the kids to competitions and things like that, which is what I have. So do you have to know about every topic or you just kind of go in and there's a lesson on the table for you? Most, yeah, the the lessons on the table for me and most teachers, they leave me just like really simple bullet points on post-it notes because I don't do well with a lot of words. I'm just better if they go, right, you're doing this. You know, PowerPoint, just give me a PowerPoint and I will will make a PowerPoint last as long as you need it to last for. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. You know what? It probably also, I, I never even heard of that. It's probably actually a little more exciting because you're doing something different every day. Like if yeah, I teach a topic, I'm doing- Multiple times a day. Yeah. And I think it's the different children you work with, obviously, because you, you can have more of a, of a you know, a grown-up chat with the, say, the 9, 10, 11-year-olds. But then when you go down to like, you know, the 4, 5-year-olds- uh, so You're like in every it grade. Birthday. It was my birthday a couple of weeks ago and I wore a new top. And I was feeling good. I had my hair cut, my beard trimmed. I was feeling really fresh. Looking just like and Dave I Beckham. In and this little kid just looked at me and went, Sir, are you pregnant? And I just was <laughs> like, Maybe, maybe I need to buy the next size. Because <laughs> it must have been a little bit too tight around my When I was teaching kindergarten, I one time I had a zit on my face. It was like a it was like right in the middle of my forehead. Fair sized, not huge but not small and i took one step into my classroom and my class started screaming he's been shot he's been shot <laughs> i was like oh my god yeah i got shot and just came to work was the first thing that i wanted to do yeah well listen if you ever need to be humbled kids will do that to you real quick 100 percent. i think that's yeah. the, the joy is we have, obviously, on the two Mr. P's, we have one, like, a feature called, like, Teacher Burns, and it's when kids just say stuff to you, and it can be intentional, unintentional, where it kills you. And the funniest one, or the one that pops into my head, was this This woman got in touch with us and said she bought this new dress for work, and she was buzzing. She'd wanted this dress for ages, and it was kind of like a red sequin, you know, kind of a a smart dress but it looked you know she thought it looked fire and she walked into a class and she said she had a class of the really wrong choice makers and as she walked in she said kind of like she swayed in feeling herself and then one kid went who do you think you are miss fucking lady gaga (laughs) and then the teacher just said she never wore the dress again yeah well because it'll ruin it for you once I wore pants that were slightly baggy at the bottom, and I'm talking very slight, the kids called me MC Hammer all day. And I was like, fuck this. I'm never wearing these pants again. And every time I dress up, they're always like, oh, what are you going to court after school? I'm like, no, I, I, I'm, I, I, this is my clothes. So, but every time they'd be like, oh, what do you got, court later? I'm like, cool. yep, court. Because I'm wearing court? a dress, dress pants. Court, like, you know, going to court. Out of, but out of yeah, all like you, things, like though. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? I thought you like, weren't sure of, what court was. No, but like of all things, court. Like my mind would have been like, oh, are you going to a wedding? Are you going to? Yeah. So, but they strictly listen, went straight to court. Listen. I think that says a lot about the. We yeah. all teach different kind of people. We'll let's just, just say, that. say. Let's just say. I actually dug up. So behind me, I dug up a bunch of. This is so crazy. I don't know, Adam. I'm a huge believer in like 
what's it manifesting and like putting it out into the world and okay. just like doing that shit. So I always kept drawings, like cool drawings and things that the kids would make me because I always knew that one day I would have some sort of studio and I would make it the background. And I just whipped them all out today and I started kind of like making it. But I was going to say, it looks different back there. This is my first class ever. And can we just zoom in on this little shithead for a minute? <laughs> is that is? Oh, I thought you were showing us a student. I was like, that's... No, that is 22-year-old me. Look at this guy. No business being in that classroom. Does I'm hung over as shit in that picture. This is crazy. <laughs> it's really... It's really wild to think. Like, when did you start teaching? You were 22? Yeah, 22. I remember I turned 23. And one of the one of those secretaries, she was like, oh, happy birthday. How old are you, 25? And I was like, 25? And she's like, 24? I was like, 24? I was like, I'm 23. She's like, just leave. Just, just get out of here. And now <laughs> I feel like that with these children. Do you have, like, yeah. name badges? Do you have, like... Like kind of identification that you wear like around your neck. A lanyard? Like a lanyard, yeah. You were supposed that's the, to that's the kind of like the realization when you have that picture done on your card, and then after a few years, people look at the card and be like, God, wow. how long yeah. ago was that taken? Like, oh like, my why god. Why do you have look, so look much hair? Thin. I hate look how thin you were. That's the one I get the most. Look how thin oh, you, you were pregnant back oh. then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> the crazy this job, like teaching will age you like no other job. You will walk in as a fresh faced 22 year old and you will walk out looking like a Sharpe that crossbred with a melted candle. Like it will literally just just change the whole structure of your face. It's nuts. Yeah, but see, in some ways, like I feel like I've aged better since being a wow, teacher. Bold. Wow, bold. Wow, bold. I think I'm less stressed as a teacher than I was as an Applebee's waiter because I don't care. So I just, I don't know. I, I, you know what it is? My hair was always short. So when I look at pictures, I'm like, that was just a bad haircut for a few years, you know? And then I, like when my hair got longer, I feel like it, it rounded my face out better because I had like a weird shaped head, but I'd buzz my head. Well, so it was like my um, own fault. I'll let you, I'll let you hold on to that. Okay, I mean, just a fact. You need to get <laughs> over the David Beckham failure of the buzz cut. <laughs> I, I held like on too long. Deep. <laughs> I used For to sure. want the mohawk he had, the whole, you know, yeah. he had it all. He had great hair. I actually went to his house, not in it. I just drove by it. I went on a tour in London, and they took us, like, on the outskirts, and they were like, here's where David Beckham lives. Oh, it was Beckham it Palace, wasn't it? No, no. Well, we no, went to Beckham. No, that's what it, that was it, like his nickname. Oh, was, was it? Beckham no, it was. Palace. It yeah. had like fifty foot high walls. It was like insane. Cameras everywhere. We couldn't even see the house. All you saw was the gates. Yeah. So, but it looked nice. I from have never been, and I need to. I have a crazy fan base in the UK. I definitely need to come do shows. Have we... you never been to the UK anywhere? Nope, never. Never even touched foot. All right, we're going to cut to a commercial break really quick. When we get back, we're going to talk about crazy stories of being observed in the classroom. We'll be right back. All right, observations have always been the, the bane of my existence. Because honestly, 
it's never sit well with me that your principal is observing you because sometimes like I had a principal one time who was only a teacher for four years before he became a principal. And I was like, what the hell do you know? Like, what are you going to now you're over here judging me? You never even taught fourth grade. You know what I mean? It just it was weird. Uh, yeah, most of them <laughs> taught for at least six months. So that's good. I don't. Um, it's just it, it's. I like. It's hard because I, I, I got. I, I, it's hard for me to even talk about it right now because you know. Um, no. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've been not in my current place where I am now, but in my old school, I have some crazy observation stories, and I'm sure you got some, Adam, as well, and I'm sure Joe, you got. I'm sure. You know, I think it's it's inevitable that you're going to deal with it. It's crazy to think that you're with kids 180 days out of the year. And you're evaluated on if you can teach or not based on two 15-minute snapshots of your classroom. Because I know I've definitely let 15 minutes get away from me more times than not. And if they happen to walk in in those 15, you're screwed. And it sucks to be evaluated it's, it's, on it's, that. It's not but a I've also true had... reflection either, is it? Like, not at you all. you know you're getting observed, you're going to play the game. You're going to bribe your class. Get the donuts. Walk in and be like this super teacher when, you know, most days you walk in like, right, come on, settle down, let's get on. This day you'll be walking in going like, good morning, beautiful class. Like, how are you today? It's, it's completely playing the game. And, and, they, but, and they know it too. And it's also not accurate either because it's, it's, a, it's one person's opinion. It's all an opinion. Like one person has a spreadsheet and every category, like zero to five or whatever, that's just their opinion of how they thought how well you did when they saw it. Like somebody else could see it and think the totally opposite of what they saw. So it's just, they're just arbitrary. It's so bizarre to me. Well, like in New York City, let's say like I come in and I observe you and I give you a shitty rating. I would have to give you a shitty rating for two straight years. Then they would bring in, I don't know if this is exactly the rule, but then I think on the third year, they have to bring in an outside person to observe you because it could be personal. I could just hate you and just say, fuck it. I'm going to just, you know, demolish this guy. So then they bring in an outside person to determine if you actually suck or if it's just they hate you. So it wow. basically takes you three years, three years to get in trouble for being a bad teacher. Adam, how do they work in the UK? So it's like, you know, you'll have you'll have your in-school observations where your head teacher or your principal all come round with, you know, the higher we call them SLT. I don't know if you call them SLT, like senior leadership. School leadership team. team. Yeah. So they'll they'll come round and they'll observe teachers in different lessons. But then what we have over here is a is a it's well it's called Ofsted basically. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. So it's it's nope. basically like they judge all schools as a whole. So they will come and inspect your school and basically it can affect your pay, it can affect your your kind of grants, it can affect everything what they rate you as a school. My brother absolutely cannot stand it and you know they proved during lockdown he always says this, they proved during lockdown that they did absolutely nothing that they're there supposedly to help teachers and school staff, but actually all they do is stress them out. Um, but if you want a first quick tale, so imagine, so this, yes. this offset, it's like the, 
I'll put it in like I think America. Like it's like the Super Bowl for a teacher. You like it's like the the main event. If you're getting observed by an Ofsted inspector, you have to do well because it it obviously goes on your record and it also goes in the school you've been at and how they are rated. So basically, we got sent this story once where oh god, oh god, just before just before lunch, a teacher we'll call her Miss Jones. Um, was told that she was being observed after lunch and she'd not been told. So it was a late shout. And the 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 uh, Ofsted inspector said, right, I want to go and see Miss Jones teach after lunch. So they've, they've come in and said, Miss Jones, you're getting observed after lunch. So she spent the whole dinner time prepping a lesson, getting all the resources, getting everything ready, setting up the tables. And then with about two minutes to go, she forgot, that she'd not at a lunch because she'd been working the whole dinner time. So she quickly shoves this chicken mayo sandwich down her neck, quickly scrams it, <laughs> and then goes and gets a class. Brings oh, a class up, gets them all sat down, settled down. And the Ofsted inspector walked into the classroom and Miss Jones walked over and said, hi, welcome to class six. Lovely to meet you. And the Ofsted inspector went like this. And pointed to uh, his cheek. Oh no! And oh no! Miss Jones leant up and kissed him on the cheek, and he went. <laughs> <laughs> he went. He went. No, no, you've got a bit of mayonnaise there. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and we always say, how brutal <laughs> from her class. She went to get them from the playground, and not one of them said, "You've got loads of mayo there." But not even that. Did she know the guy? No. So he's a complete random kind so of. So like the fact that she just thought he wanted to kiss her is I even know. better. She leaned in, leaned in and planted one on his cheek. <laughs> but then then had to get observed after that. Imagine you just on the ground to eat you up. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Could you imagine how mortified I wouldn't be able to finish? I would have been like, I'm sorry, you need to leave. Like, we got to do this another day. Yeah, but you know what? I feel like in a sick way, it almost benefits you because you're like, hey, I was so flustered. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We had that awkward exchange, like, you know, oopsie, you know, (laughs) because that would be me. I'd be like, oh, ha. Oh, my God. That's that's so good. Can you even top that? That is. So good. No, I mean, so my in my old school, so I could talk about this because this is years and years ago. Yeah. Um, so we had a kid. I'm doing my observe, I'm getting observed. I have eight kids in my class. They walk in security, police officers, all these people, and the principal's in the room observing me. Security, all these people walk in and they're like, we need to talk to, we'll call him Adam. They were like, we need to talk to Adam. I go, uh, okay. He goes, I'm not getting up. I go, just go, bud. There's all these security guards here. There's police from the outside real world. The deans are there. Like deans are like security guards a little. And I'm like, yo, just go. He's like, no, I'm good. So they're like, he, so I said, what did he do? He walked up the street before coming into class and smashed every car window with a brick as he walked into the classroom. So he wouldn't get up. So he's holding the chair and they refuse to, he refuses to get up and he's holding it. So they're trying to get him off the chair. He's holding it. The principal goes, we can't stay in here. She goes, bring your class in the hallway. I brought these seven kids in the hallway and I taught a lesson in the hallway 
and she observed me based on my last day in the hallway while the security guards fought this kid in the classroom. <laughs> Literally, it was like a scene from The Godfather. It was like you heard just fighting and screaming and crying, not crying, but yelling in the room. And then it would cut back to me. And I'm like, so the pilgrims came from England and they landed in the 13 colonies. And then it would oh, cut back no. to him. He's throwing, tearing my room up, smashing stuff. And they took him out in handcuffs. And he just walked right by and she wrote in my observation, she was a great principal. She wrote in my observation, um, was able to adapt to strenuous situations or something to that effect. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I was. But I do was. you see how like, that's how messed up observations because another principal might have just said this isn't the way today right yeah or or and even further another principal yet might have been like he did not address the serious situation you know what i mean like it could have gone so many routes yeah i mean i i I, uh yeah i've been observed by superintendents where crazy stuff has happened and they wrote me up saying i should have addressed it i'm like dude i I still can't believe that that woman kissed him on the cheek yeah that's good i know you don't think i know you don't think it can be topped but i've literally got i've got i've got a few that are give us more oh yeah give us another one yours are great right so i've got i've got this one right so i was being observed in a maths lesson a fly was causing mayhem as well you know (laughs) so you, you know what it's like in a classroom when a fly or a bee or a wasp gets in, or a oh, yeah. bird flies past the window, your, it starts to yeah. snow. Just yeah. Ruins <laughs> your, your whole entire class. Are out the window, yeah. I calmly opened the window and escorted the fly out. I was very chuffed with my handling of the situation and the cooperation of the fly. <laughs> Fast forward five minutes, a pigeon flew right into my classroom <laughs> through the window I'd left open. <laughs> Sending the kids and myself into a frenzy, <coughs> resulting in a postponement of my observation and an evacuation of the classroom. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God. Kids would have been like a massive dirty pigeon just goes flying straight in. Oh, my days. I have told this story on the podcast, Gasper. I'm not sure that I've ever told you, but I had a my... One of my first classes ever, it's either my first class or my second class, we had a class pet rabbit and her name was Rosie the Reading Rabbit. And when it was reading time, I'd let her out of her cage and she would just hop around the room. And if she hopped into her lap, you had to read out loud to her. Like, that's great, great strategy in theory. I'm telling everyone listening, don't get any ideas because rabbits are just poop machines constantly. So anyway, spring started to happen. There was tons of grass and we were learning about like animal adaptations. So I took the kids out to the baseball field and I put Rosie in the outfield and we were all sitting on the the bleachers and they had to take notes as we watched her in her natural habitat. (laughs) Now, Rosie is white, all white fluff cotton ball. And I set her down in freshly cut bright green grass. We're all watching her and all of a sudden a hawk flew down from the sky, <laughs> scooped her up and flew away with her. Oh my God. They were screaming. The kids were screaming, going crazy. And then one little kid 
goes, it's the circle <laughs> of life. It was literally in, I, the most insane day of my life. Hands it, down. I mean, I'm assuming the bird, the, it never dropped. The rabbit was gone forever. Never saw her again. Wow. Never that's saw a her great again. life lesson for the kids. It was Pro- I, traumatic. We, okay, you know how when crazy stuff happens in the classroom, you can't teach for the rest of the day? Try the yeah, rest of yeah. the month. No, that's Rosie, traumatic. They, they were drawing pictures of her. They wanted to have a funeral for her. They were literally every, I, we'd be doing math. And they'd be like, I got one. Rosie had one life. Then we took her out to the baseball field and now she's gone. I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> but it's your fault, Mr. D. They all stopped oh, crying. It was bad. And, and then and then I was sitting there and I was like typing up a letter to the parents to try to like explain to them what happened if they like had any questions. And one of my teaching partners, she was like retiring that year. She's like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, I just want the parents to, in case their kids come home traumatized. She's like, shit happens. Just let it go. <laughs> like, <okay. laughs> so did I, I ever <coughs> did I ever tell you the story about the guy who had the pets in the and the in the classroom and he left them? No. So there was this teacher. He was like on the verge of retirement. He hated teaching. So every day he would stand in the hallway and just stand there and look down with his arms spread as the kids would run by and be like, just plow into me and my life. Just do it. Just knock me over. Every day he would want to be hit by the kids so he could retire. And it never happened. They would go through his legs. They'd jump over him. And he's like, just hit me. Kill me. I don't care. Oh, so God. He was oh God. he was like a yeah, so he had a whole like barrage of class pets. He had lizards. Great snakes, job with fish. that word. Barrage. Very nice. Yeah, I don't know if that ma- mattered ma- made sense there, but I feel like since we're speaking proper English today. Yeah. Um barrage. I Googled it with Pilgrim. Um so I um so he had all the animals. So he, someone passed away in his family, so we left a note. You know, please feed the fish to this, to this, to this, to this. Kids come in, they throw the note in the garbage. So the sub had no idea. About a week later, the guy comes back. I think like his mother had passed away. He comes back. No, and guess all her. of his animals of his belly up in the back tank. This guy went from like the happy. I mean, not that that story made him sound happy, but he was a happy guy before this. <laughs> Every day he was like, your fucks wanted to kill my animals. No one thought to feed them. What if we stopped feeding you for a week? How would you feel? And he would be so sinister to the kids. Everything was about, he was like your students. He'd like make up a word problem and be like, and you know, Mr. K had 38 pets and he was gone for four days because his mother passed away. And what happened? You killed them all because you didn't (laughs) give a fuck. And he would just stare (laughs) the kids down and then, like, he made it, he got crazy. He made his background like a picture of a dead deer. And because he, he went hunting, so he like made it and just left it up all year. Yeah, it was time for him to retire. Yeah, he's I was gonna say, like he when you said man. he's quite a happy guy, at no point in that story did you ever see him happy. <laughs> when he was just in like, blow into me. Come on, get he it was, over with. <laughs> New York City happy. New York City happy. Which we is, think differently. Which is, you know, an Omaha miserable. Yeah, we think different. <laughs> Wow, that's wild. Yeah. I also had a um I had another teacher. She had pet finches and they had babies like all the time. And one time one of the kids, I don't know how, they must have been in the classroom when the teacher wasn't there, just opened the cage door and there were just finches flying everywhere in her classroom. <laughs> and some of them they could never catch. So it just flew around in a room for like a week. Oh, it's wild. Yeah, 
it's, it's I think pets pets in school they don't mix that well, do they? We we had a story recently where a kid said to the teacher, uh, "Can I bring my dog in? I really want to show everyone my dog." And the teacher kind of checked it out, and obviously through health and safety things like that, she had to say to the child, "I'm really sorry, you can't bring your dog in." The next day, the kid comes to the teacher and says. I brought my dog in anyway, miss. <laughs> so the teacher starts panicking and then the kid hang, hands her a bag and inside the bag was just dog bones and he dug up the dog that was buried in his garden the day before. Oh, Whoa. That got um, dark. <laughs> I know, yeah, sorry about that. Do you, do you want me to, <laughs> <laughs> me to <laughs> oh, I've got shit. a light in the mood. I've got two. I was... Okay. Kill another animal for us real quick. <laughs> I've got two more animals. No, I've got two. I've got three. I've got three more stories, right? But one is, I think it's an absolute belter. It could even overtake kissing the inspector. Uh, okay. right, really, really, two really Need quick it. ones here. I was about to be observed by my deputy head. So like vice principal, I presume that is. Deputy head? That sounds alarmingly sexual. <laughs> <laughs> Everything it's the best you'll ever we get. That. We told you last Deputy... time, didn't we? What we call, you know, when it's when it's what do you call it? Like recess when it's when it's raining. What do you call it? Indoor recess. Indoor recess. You, you remember what we call it? No, I forgot. But I haven't forgotten about Sticky Vicky though. Oh, Sticky Vicky. What the yeah. Sticky so, Vicky? Oh, we'll fill you in in a minute. But what so, do you call indoor recess? Wet play. <laughs> no, stop it. No, stop it. And then it. all the stuff. <laughs> all and then the what? Stuff, <laughs> like the, the, the doodling, the games, everything that the you doodling. get out. It's called the wet play box. <laughs> no, it's not. Anyone who no. doesn't work in a school <laughs> would think, oh, yes, get the wet play box out. But Wait, actually, you, guys like, noodle- you guys are noodling in the wet play box, though? Because I don't, I don't even know what the fucking noodling is. No doodling, you know, like oh doodling, like doodling. Paper, yeah, got you, got you. Wait, did you think we were like that... making pasta? <laughs> I don't know. I thought maybe like a pool noodle, and you hit each other with it. This is. I don't know so... if that's a thing. I am coming to the UK, and I'm literally gonna. So you're like, I apparently your weather is very similar to me in Seattle over here. Like your winter is very rainy, right? Oh, right. Well, to be fair, it's rainy pretty much all year round. We had a pretty good yes, summer so. this year, but like winter is freezing cold. It's like the frost, rain, yeah. ice. And then obviously, if you're lucky enough around Christmas, hopefully a bit of snow. But oh, yeah, you've got to come over to the UK. It'll be great. We have we'll, the we'll... same weather. I'm going to come to the UK and I'm going to come in like April and I'm going to title the tour Wet Play. <laughs> that would be great. That would that be great. Done. The You'll wet. attract probably people it. from all different walks of life. I was going to say, you'd probably get some, like, you know, guys Sticky there. Sticky will be masks. there. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, wait. Would, if, if I did title it Wet Play, would people get it? Would they be like, yeah, bitch, Wet if, Play. If, yeah, if, if it's like, you know, one of the, you know, the funniest teachers or whatever you, you, your tagline is. If you just like, we're just like, oh, this American wet play, they'd all be like, yeah, come on, baby. <laughs> and the, the picture is going to be like me on a slide in like a proper British, like yellow rain jacket. But you got to like, be inside. You got to be inside. <laughs> no, it's, the picture's just like me in the together. rain. Oh my God. I'm literally, I cannot wait to have some wet play over there. It's going to be fantastic. 
I'm shocked you've never been there, Joe. Never. Yeah, me either. And I honestly have like such a wild fan base over there. It's it's really it's really something. Yeah. Okay, wait, I, I, does it, Adam? Does your story have to do with wet play or where? Do, how do we no, even get no, here? It yeah. It's more. It's more. So this is just dead. These two dead quick ones. I'll go through dead quicker. So. Deputy head or vice principal. <laughs> oh, that's it. Was, Deputy head yeah. is going to be my porn name. That's it. Deputy. <laughs> if you were Deputy. Deputy head starring in wet play, that could go big. I'm telling you that right now. Um, we are opening the OnlyFans right <laughs> after this. <laughs> done. Done, done. Um, yeah, so uh, Deputy head was coming to observe this teacher, but was late. So the teacher started the lesson about volcanoes erupting. Whilst being lost in the reenactment, the teacher moved towards the door, showing the speed of flow from the natural from the lateral blast of the volcano. In one swift movement, she flung her arms out and smacked the deputy head in the face as he walked through the door. <laughs> Oh my God! See, but that's another one where I feel like it might give you some sympathy. You know what I mean? It's like, ah, oh, we had that awkward moment. Ha ha ha! Yeah, like, or, or you, if you made him, if you made the most of it and said to the children, like, "Look at the lava spilling from his nose." <laughs> yeah, you could use it to your advantage for sure. Like, if he marked you down, you could just be like, "Oh, actually, I was frazzled." <laughs> <laughs> I was engaging in some wet play with the deputy. <laughs> I was just. <laughs> I love how dirty. Was just, it just sounds so much dirtier now. I literally I was, say that stuff every day. But you never thought it sounded dirty when you guys were wet playing? <laughs> <laughs> we don't join in the wet play. Um, All right, but I you're actually, just on the. Often. I actually hate wet play. I hate it. I hate when they. <laughs> <laughs> so does my wife. Again, again, it's just like why. Um, but yeah, when it gets when the playtime gets rained off, it's it's. But you know, as long as you've got good stuff in the wet play box, it keeps everyone happy. Um, real good. <laughs> that can basically. be applied to most things in life. Wait, real quick before I do want to hear your next story too. But um, when shit, what was I going to say? It totally left. I was going to ask something about school over there. Fuck Joe's it. just picturing his tour it's right gone. now. I literally, no, I honestly, I've all I've been thinking about is deputy head comes for the, I really place, can but. see you in like, I could see you in the Buckingham palace police uniform, just, just sliding raining, down the slide. Wet. Yeah. Down the slide. No, a, actually I've thought about tight. this for years. My, <laughs> my UK promo video I'm going to do a Spice Girls, but it's going to like cut and I'm going to be like every single, it'll probably be like five cities and I'll be like a different Spice Girl lip syncing a song and it'll say like what city. It'll be like Leeds, Manchester, Essex, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wait, Adam, before we go here, before we go to the next story, have you watched RuPaul's Drag Race UK on the BBC? Uh, No, I haven't. Unfortunately, I'm watching it. I'm watching that right now and Great British Baking Show. Yeah, Great British Bake Off. That's an absolute go to. But that's another one that's where I don't know what it is with the British, but they can make something so innocent sound so filthy. You know, when they're going on about soggy bottoms and all that kind of stuff, it's 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 there's clearly some, you know, underlying issues. And when when they when they (laughs) put it in the mouth and they say it's so moist, it's just. 
It's done purposely, I swear. Um, but you guys are a very, like, uh, a sexualized culture without really trying to be. I feel like. Because, like, well, I, no, I don't know. No, because because when I was, try all the time. <laughs> well, when I was young, I remember I was in England and you guys had, like, pornography on the hotel on regular TV. Or, or nudity, at least. So yeah, it's me, not like it here. It's a totally different. And yeah, could you, like, Adam, did you drink a beer on your lunch break? Would that be like no big deal? What? In school? Yeah. No, no way. Nah, nah, nah. Like, Wait, really? Yeah, nah, you couldn't. No, you could not. Like, literally, no alcohol in school at all. Like, when the kids are there, nothing. But that makes sense. I mean, you should. That makes sense. Okay, that was me being a stupid American. Shame, shame on me. <laughs> Shame on me. Donald Even Trump has corrupted my brain. <laughs> yeah. Joe is in shock that you said no to that. He's like, <laughs> I, honestly, if you didn't tell me, I would have like been a substitute teacher and I just would have been like, oh, we're having a pint. Are oh, we? Eh, eh, eh. Gonna come down your chimney. Let's do it. It's wet play, everyone. How did you do that? It would have been that. Yeah, You're on the slide with the pipe. This would have been wasted. I would have been wasted at recess. I would have been like, hey. <laughs> Let's do it. Malanabara. <laughs> that would have been me. Yeah, you'd be raining and you'd be shouting wet play. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> Honestly, it could be like June and I would have been like, wet play, motherfucker. <laughs> that would have been me. But it's, sure. it is it is a rainy city. Like, well, where and a from? drinking city. It's a drinking city, right? I'm Manchester. Yeah, Manchester. Oh, Manchester's a yeah, party like city. The, well, we, we like to think it's like, you know, the musical capital of the UK. Um, with obviously like Oasis and Stone Roses and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the Smith. Well, just so here. you know, I'm in the birthplace of Nirvana right now. So that's impressive. <laughs> and still, I'm, in... I'm still taking Oasis though. Okay, I mean, he's got he's got the <laughs> Beatles. So. He's got the Beatles and all five Spice Girls. I think you win. Um, yeah, I mean, to... I'm One Direction. Oh, all right. Oh. Well. They're pretty big. I was, a, I was a big directioner back in the day. Where are you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Harry Styles actually. When I go on the motorway to drive to my wife's, my wife's from Birmingham. Obviously, she's in Manchester now with me. But uh, when we drive to Birmingham, we always drive past like the the little town that Harry Styles is from. What's God. it called? Oh, God. Must be super <laughs> important. <laughs> well, they probably see, based like, their Harry Styles their... from there. Their it's whole economy is probably based on that. Yeah, oh, no, that's awesome. That's, that's really, really upset me that I can't remember that. I feel like I've let all my directioners across the world down. Yeah. <laughs> Here you are bragging you're, how you're the biggest you're fan like ever. A real, yeah, real I fan. <laughs> where the main guy's from. Oh, what, that's it? sure a real, oh. a real one directioner, are we? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's take this in one direction. Can you hit us with another story? Of course, you have another can, one. Yeah. You said you had so three. This actually happened recently to one of my friends. So she got two, kind of like like two like an outside agency to come in and do like a respect program with her class. So two I people who were coming in and and uh, teaching them some stuff. And the head teacher said, "Oh, if you don't mind, I'm going to come and observe kind of what they're doing." So it was it. She was only observing this the outside agency, but it was obviously it fell on the teacher that had booked them. So she told the class, like, you know, be respectful, be sensible. The head teacher's coming in. So these two people came in, man and a woman, and they introduced themselves to the class and they said, Hi, my name is Gary, pronouns he, him. 
And then the woman goes, hi, my name is Jane. Pronouns, she, her. And then one kid went, hi, my name's Michael Jackson. My pronouns are he, he. Like that. No, 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 no. Did they like it? <laughs> well, no, the respect people didn't like it because I think they were there to try and like teach them, like, teach break them that down. Exactly. The head teacher was kind of like head in hands because obviously the kids are representing that school. And and then obviously the teacher just wanted to die because it was, but then, you know, it's one of them. I feel sometimes teachers and school staff, they earn, they're worth the weight in gold because some stuff that happens in class for you not to react to it, 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 you deserve some sort of medal there. Like some of the funniest stuff can happen. And you're not like if a child falls over, like, and obviously, you know, as long as they don't hurt themselves, but <laughs> even if right. anyone falling over, I remember one girl once we said to her in class, we said, can you go and give uh, Mr. Shaughnessy a message? Just go and tell him that he needs to log on to this team's meeting now. And this girl went, yeah, yeah. And ran and just ran straight into the door. <laughs> and we were like, <laughs> I was honestly like, uh, oh. I was just like, are you, are you okay? Was, the, and she was kind of like, you're not laughing at you. And I was just like biting my lip like, no, 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 not at all. I'm just very concerned. <laughs> yeah. I, I used to do too. this thing at the end of the day where the kids, this is actually during an observation, by the way. I was getting the kids ready to transition into the end of the day routine. And the way that I always do that is I'd pick a stick. And if I picked your name, you got to tell me one animal and whatever animal you said, I would type it into YouTube and we would just watch a quick YouTube video of that animal, like a two minute video. So the kids could just be calm while other kids are packing up. Right. So I picked this one girl and she was being a smart ass. She's like sushi. And I'm like, sure. So I typed in sushi and it was a video of these people putting live baby octopuses on chopsticks and then eating them. The <laughs> tentacles were like squiggling all over their face. And this other little girl goes, I think I'm going <laughs> to, she literally looked at me. She goes, I think I'm going to be sick. And then just opens her mouth. It was projectile. Like, honestly, it was a, full tube just straight going straight <laughs> and i looked at it and like, like as it was coming out i literally go oh my god it was just laughing i felt so bad for laughing but i had never <laughs> seen someone real life exorcist like <laughs> the devil come out of you somebody's throat like that and she was so little and it went so far it was just like oh, oh my god <laughs> It was intense. It was fascinating. Kids throwing <laughs> up in the class is just fascinating because they always miss the garbage pail. It's like no matter how much you put the pail in front of them, they throw up on your hand. You're like holding it. You're like, here's the pail. They throw up right on your hand or they throw up on the side of the pail. They move all the furniture and they do like that dog convulsions. <laughs> you know, like they just shake. Someone's sick in your class. Like what do you put on it? What do you mean? Like, do I give them cat litter? We don't litter? touch it. Yeah, like, do, like, how do you tidy it up? Because over in the UK, we I obviously call the janitor. Yeah, we do like we can put like sawdust on it, or there's this like white powder that you kind of put on it and it soaks it all up. We go this, to training to make sure we never touch it ever. This that's kid, true. 
this kid <coughs> threw up, right, on the playground, and uh, one of the women got the got the powder and poured the powder all over the sick, then quickly went to go and get a chair to kind of, you know, stand on it so no one went near it. As she quickly went to get the chair and came back, there were children making snowmen. No! Oh, 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 oh my oh, god. Oh, 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 oh. Like, One of them would be like, oh, no way, I found a nose. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, oh, my goodness gracious. What a way. <laughs> what a way to end. Wait, what a way to got, wrap it up. I've got one more for you. Okay, one like, more. Hit us, like, hit us, hit us. This is, I'm hoping this, this is really the mother. Okay, yeah. here we go. So, here we go. I had an observation during my first year of teaching where my mentor and head teacher were both coming to see me teach. I thought it was quite harsh that they had chose to do it during the puberty topic with my year fives. So they're nine and mm-hmm. 10 year olds. Totally unfair. I thought I was being well prepared by giving my class the heads up about what we were talking about next lesson and providing an anonymous question box for anyone who wanted something answered without putting their hand up. So the observation happens and I thought it was going pretty well. My class were great and I'd nailed my input and activity. We'd gone through some misconceptions and I left five minutes at the end for the question box. (laughs) Oh no, oh no. (laughs) Trying not to look smug in front of my adult audience, I grabbed the box thinking, just get through a couple of these and I'm home scot-free. I reach in and pull out a slip of paper and read it aloud. Why does my mum's front bum have a beard? <laughs> oh, 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 my God. Oh, 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 my God. Never, never in my life will my smugness disappear so quickly. <laughs> then it gets worse. Listen to this. After all the laughter had settled, I tried to ignore the smirks from both my mentor and head teacher. As I explained the actual scientific words for pubic hair and vagina before explaining <laughs> how adults' choice of length of hair is a personal thing. <laughs> <laughs> that absolutely kills what? me. That. <laughs> That's what- <laughs> while while being observed while uh, being observed. I, but, but that's one of those where you say but that's one of those where you say how teachers are just like masters at disguising it because they probably were just like great question honey and we you did know, the just, same thing when we would teach sex ed gasper you never had to teach sex ed did you i did once and a kid oh. asked me i only did it it was they needed me for an emergency because i was teaching sign language at the time and I said, ask me anything you want. And a kid said, if I finger a girl and I have dirt on my hands because I was playing football, can I give her a disease? And I was like, <laughs> oh, God. I was like, wait, dirt, fingers. I was like, I mean, you could give her like an, I was like, not like an STD. I was like, but, but like, like a staph I was like, infection. She or can something. get like an infection because you have dirt. And he was like, shit. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Moving on. I had a kid. We did the question box, the anonymous question box too. I, these two questions stand out 
so strongly. One kid said, where does the bone in my penis go? Good question. Like, I wonder mine as well. Where did it go? I mean, that one was logic. This one threw me for a loop. This kid asked, do black... <laughs> do... <laughs> I don't know if we'll air this one. Do black boys have black penises? And I oh. laughed so hard because this guy literally thought that just all people are born white and they're just like dipped in black, <laughs> but not your penis. Like that is insane. Like the thought process of that is just like, how are you? How are you? Another kid one time asked me, um, can a, <laughs> can a woman's egg be hatched outside <laughs> of her body? <laughs> Hatched. Hatched. I'm just no, kidding. No, Gasper, we're not birds. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know. Anyway, hey, guys, thanks for listening to the Social Studies Podcast. But this is what I want you to do. I want you to go find Adam on Instagram. Adam, go tell them where they can find you and where they can listen to the podcast and consume more of your stuff. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So if you go to at to Mr. P's podcast on Instagram, you'll find me there. If you go to podcast parky. That's podcast, P-A-R-K-Y on TikTok. Um, and then if you go to 2 podcast.com, that's the number 2 podcast.com. you'll get all the episodes uh, from me and my brother, including a chinwag with the one and only Mr. D there. Um, we'll have to have you on as well, Gasper. We'll have to get you. Yeah, I would love to. Um, and I also have got a brand new podcast out called Adam and Cockney John's Big Movie Podcast. So if you're into movies, and you are here, silly reviews, honest reviews um, from two guys who don't take themselves too seriously. It's Search Adam and Cotney John's Big Movie Podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Thanks so much for having me. I've honestly loved it. Cheers. Thank you. For sure. Thanks for having on. Guys, just so you know, it's like three in the morning for Adam right now. For sure. <laughs> Gasper, where can they get tickets to your shows? Uh, just go to gasparandazzo.com. G-A-S-P-A-R-E, randazzo.com. And for me, MrDTimes3.com. We love you guys so much. Thanks for listening to Social Studies Podcast, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.